0: My mission is to get as many people into their heart as possible Mm -hmm. because I know that when you're in your heart, you're good.
1: Welcome to Connect Back In podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey guys, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you so much for pressing play as always and for taking the time to listen in. I'm excited to share with you today's episode and we address that all you need is within. You don't need to look outside yourself for the answers. And I understand for some of you, that might be a out there topic. Like, what do you mean? I don't need to look to my friends, my family, society, whatever it is for the answers. It's like, no, you got to look within. And how do you do that? And how do you know that what you're listening to is giving you the quote unquote right answers? So Randy and I go into that. I interview Randy Holloway. She is a soul and business coach. We've been friends now for about I would say 3 years maybe. We met at a female entrepreneur group and just hit it off from there and it's been really fun to watch Randy grow and evolve in her business and now she helps support tons of women to do exactly what we're going to be talking about today and more. So a little bit more on Randy. So she is a soul and business coach for women who are ready to step into their highest level of mastery and claim more freedom, abundance, and fulfillment in their lives. She has been a successful entrepreneur since 2001 and is grateful for the vast array of experiences that have shaped her into who she is today. Her background includes a successful 16 year career as a hairstylist, where she owned and managed a salon in downtown San Diego for over five years, which she ultimately sold in 2017. And she's been in the coaching and personal growth space her entire life because her dad is a motivational speaker, a transformational life coach, and an author. So throughout her career, coaching her clients and employees has been her true and ultimate passion. Since 2016, she's been coaching and supporting women to create and implement key strategies and organization within their businesses and their lives. She's here to help them remember who they truly are by breaking through the limiting beliefs and blocks that keep you playing small and help to have them claim their power. She is on a mission to help you love yourself fully and live a heart-centered life so yummy and awesome. Um, In the episode, we really dive into how do you begin? How do you know how to look within for the answers? And when we say the answers, it's the questions of life, um, the decisions that you're making. Are you on the right track? Should you be doing this? Should you be doing that? Um, And then also just breaking that into kind of smaller chunks is how are you living your day to day? Are you looking outside yourself for Uh, Approval, or are you really looking within and understanding that you know you have your own guidance system? You know what's best for you. How do you tap into that version of you so that you can show up as your best self and ultimately share the gifts that you're here to offer? So, something really exciting is the day that the podcast is launching, Randy's also launching a self love mini course. And so what this is all about, I'm just going to talk about it briefly here, and I'll have links in the show notes, but it's one week to change how you see yourself and your life forever. So her self-love course is a week of self-paced course, so you can go at your own pace however quickly you want it to be. And it's the idea is that it's for people who want to finally trust themselves. So how we're talking about in this episode, it's perfect timing, is really tapping into who you are tapping into your intuition, and creating a life that you love each and every day, not just for moments in the future future when you achieve a goal, or you meet the right person, or you make the right amount of money. It's finding that now. And so through this seven-day course, it breaks down intentional practices for how to create an effective self-love daily ritual, and it includes journaling, meditation, affirmations, and manifesting techniques. So through this program, it will show you how to cultivate true self-love starting at only 10 minutes a day. I feel like anybody has that amount of time to dedicate to themselves, which will ultimately help you grow into the person that you want to be so that you can help others, support your family, support your friends, support the world. So you have to have 10 minutes a day, though. I'm hoping that anybody who's listening to this can say, I can commit to 10 minutes a day to... Um, Making a Better Me. That sounds pretty awesome. So um, doors open today. So this is going to be an evergreen podcast. But if you're listening on the day, it's November 18th, 2020. The doors will close on the 27th, but it will be evergreen from that um, point on but the investment purchase will change. So it's uh, good for you to kind of get on it, start the journey early, you'll get a better price. So all the details, like I said, we'll have in the show notes. Make sure you check that out. I hope in this episode that it sparks something for you to remind you of truly how wonderful you are, what a great person you are. And not only that is we all have this unique individual guidance system within us. And it's really up to us to navigate that and understand it and listen to it so that we're put on the path that will give us the most fulfillment. Nothing, nobody outside of you can make those decisions for you. So listen in. We'll talk about how to do that. Randy will share with you a little bit more on her story. And I hope you get a little nugget of wisdom as always enjoy.
0: Well, good morning, Randy. Thank you so much for being here today. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I just got the chills when you said that.
1: I always sing that part for some reason, because okay, I feel okay. like it makes me uncomfortable because I say it every time, but it's the <laughs> truth. Um, how's your morning going?
0: It's been really good. I woke up and did some self-care, which was very grounding and felt very loving. And what does that look like
1: for you? Can you elaborate?
0: Yeah. So that's a pretty powerful process that I've created, um, where I start with journaling and I walk myself through a pretty intentional process of journaling, really checking in with myself. You know, what I realized is so many of us don't really take the time to slow down and ask ourselves, how, how do you feel? Mm -hmm. How are you feeling today? Mm -hmm. Um, and so that is something that's very, very important to me and has been very effective. So I, I do my journaling practice. Uh, I do a meditation, connecting with my guides, grounding myself in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do something called a power statement practice, mm-hmm. which is also something that I do very intentionally. And I teach um, my students as well, where it's essentially getting really clear on what it is that I'm calling it in my life. And I spend some intentional time each morning holding space for that. Is it like a specific
1: tangible thing, like a goal, or is it more of like a word or can it be anything?
0: You know, it can really be anything, but essentially when you're creating a power statement, it's first getting clear of what you want. So Mm -hmm. there's a process to this, right? And oftentimes we're not always sure what we want. Right, and so part of why I do the journaling first is I'm really and I'm taking this time to really like check in with myself. What what could I be letting go of here that's no longer serving me? Mm-hmm. What am I feeling? What could I what could I process that's maybe blocking me or holding me back? Uh, and then I get into the meditation, which is now connecting me more to my heart, connecting yeah. me more to my truth, grounding me into Mother Earth, connecting to my guidance. Which from the heart space now I can just uh, receive more of what I truly want. Right. Versus maybe what, you know, Gabby Bernstein on Instagram or Rachel Hollis on Instagram wants. Uh, there's, it's not about comparing to other people. It's like, what does my heart truly desire? Because when we are honest with ourselves about what our hearts truly desire, that's when we really get to live the life of our dreams.
1: Right. I think yeah. too, just to note is like, I feel what you're saying. I agree with all of it. I do something similar, but it's you, it's a practice. And when you first sit down and journal, you're not going to know the answers to these questions if you've never asked yourself them before. So just, I wanted to caveat with that because I still, some days do like the 13 year old journal where I'm like, yesterday we went shopping and and, and, blah, 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 blah. and then things will start to flow. Yes. Um, and similarly I do, so I'll do like a vision portion of how I want my day to go based upon, especially if I know I have like a full day, stack day, it's like, okay, how am I going to show up? How is it going to flow? just to set the intention, the expectation. And then I'll also include after I write gratitudes, I'll do a a statement of like, whether it's like, everything is happening around me, or maybe it's specific to me is like, I'm going to show up with calm um, and ease today. I belong here, like whatever it is that I need to hear for the day. And that's the theme. So along with the intention is like, Anytime I find myself out of alignment through the day because I'm a human being, I'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's check in. Let's see what's going on here." Yeah, uh, so that's really cool. I love that you do and you teach that. I'm I'm assuming too. I almost called them your students, your clients.
0: <laughs> yeah, both well, students too, students and clients. But you okay, what do you call, do? You call them clients. Um, I kind of call it both. I think the more that I've stepped into teaching more in groups or teaching, you know, in courses and things like that, I guess it, it sort of turns into to students a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Can
1: I love what I wish this was like a course in college that you could teach. Oh Like my you gosh. are a teacher. Yeah. Yes.
0: Like, oh, yes, absolutely. I think that's definitely probably a goal at some point is to be able to yeah. help younger people um, with these types of practices. Because gosh, if, you know, I say this all the time, if more people started their day with intention, going back to what you were saying. So that's a big part of what I do too, is I start my day really intentional, uh, talking about the gratitudes, affirming what I want. But if more people started their day with intention, if more people got into their heart mm-hmm. and into their power before they decided to interact with the world, right? Especially right? <laughs> How, how could that change the world? How could that change our society? How could that change, you know, would people still be screaming at each other for cutting them off? Or would there just be more compassion and love and more understanding? Mm -hmm. And so that's a big reason why I feel so passionate about this message. And gosh, the idea of being able to uh, help younger people start this Mm -hmm. um, is just a a beautiful thing and definitely something that that I hope to accomplish in my lifetime. That's awesome. I think so. Just uh, recognizing the theme we have for the podcast today is
1: all you need is within. Mm. And you've kind of set us up perfectly for that. And so I hear you on the foundational piece of it is like you need to set up a strong foundation before you walk out into the world, because there's always going to be a circumstance and experience a person not always, but in most cases, that might throw you off your game. Yeah. And if you're not set up correctly, your foundation isn't strong, you will buckle very easily and kind of fall into that piece. And I really do believe, like Wayne Dyer says, um, if you're like, he uses the analogy of an orange, like if you're filled with orange juice, which is anger, no matter what the mechanism, if you squeeze the orange, if you use a juicer, whatever, orange juice is going to come out. So anger mm-hmm. is going to come out. Yeah. Orange, right. And so, one question I have, and this is already kind of going off topic, but it is related to this is I believe in focus along with intention and where your focus is, that's where you create your results. It's essentially like the quick fix to law of attraction. Absolutely. And I think I'm not about denying my feelings or not listening to those things, but at what point do you like if you focus on your problem that you need to resolve, you're going to get more of the problem. So like when you work with your clients, and they show up and maybe they're out of alignment or they're not tapped into their heart. How do you work with them to not fix or like resolve the issue, but open them up to this other side of tapping into their heart when maybe they need to go through a process where they look at things that are blocking them without having their focus completely on the problem versus the solution? Yeah.
0: That literally, I have chills when you're talking. That is a very powerful question. And the answer is this. Um, it's all about the come from. So we're either, we're creating in every moment. And we're either creating from our ego, uh, which is going to be fear, lack, um, or we're creating from our heart and our power, which is going to be truth, intuition. And so how I work and, you know, if any of my clients were here right now, they, they seem to always come to the, to this common theme of when they talk about the work we do together is that they they always say like i have this ability to cut to the shit cut through the shit yeah and what it, what that means is um, i am not about sitting there and dwelling on the problem or getting caught up in the chaos or the drama of can you believe he did this to me can you believe yeah. that happened can you believe i got a flat tire can you believe like um, this client didn't want to work with, with me, and you know, to be honest, yes, I can. I, I can believe it because we're living in a world where there are inevitable challenges. There are inevitable right. uncomfortable experiences. Totally. We were never promised that life was just going to be rainbows and sunsets constantly. That's the big misunderstanding that where people get so caught up on, and so it's not about dwelling on it. Because you're right, we are creating in every moment, and what we focus on expands. But also, this is a really fine line here because sometimes people take it to the other extreme. We're like, well, I'm just not going to look at it at all. That also doesn't do the job. So what we want to do is, first and foremost, I constantly ask, where are you coming from right now? Your head or your heart? Right. And if it's your head, why don't we stop, take a breath, get grounded and start to look at what might be coming up. Is there a story your mind is telling you right now? The only reason why your mind would be telling you a story is because it's trying to protect you from feeling something. Right. Right. And so from there it's like, okay, what are we trying to protect ourselves from feeling? Then we go into the feeling. What if the feeling didn't have any meaning at all? What if it was just a feeling? Mm -hmm. And once we start so what we're doing now is we're separating from the chaos We're separating from the drama. We're separating from that story. That's keeping you looping Until you do that you will stay on a hamster wheel going around and around about You know how you're a victim and how all these things happen to you and so on and so forth But here's the cool thing once you start to recognize that the ego is at play Take Mm -hmm. a deep breath just in that moment. You became present right now. It's like, okay What am I afraid of right now? Right? And let's just get honest. Gosh, right. I'm scared shitless of being rejected or failing. Okay, great. This doesn't have to be a negative thing, but when we face it and we walk into it, that's how we become free of it. Right.
1: Because otherwise it almost it, yeah.
0: becomes that
1: story that you're referring to becomes your identity. And so it's really hard to detach yourself from it Absolutely. instead of just saying, these are just thoughts. These
0: and that's the who I am. And that's the choice. That's the choice. If yes. you're choosing to buy into it or you're choosing to look at it as an aspect. Or right. a Once you have awareness around it, which yes. is the work that you
1: do is to say yes. like, these are just your thoughts. Like this isn't who you are. Exactly. And another piece of that too, is like, I love the idea that it's not so black and white either or, where it's like, right. you either look at this problem or you don't. It's like you tap in again, referencing this whole theme of the podcast is you go within you yes. listen and it might say, Hey, we have something here we want to talk about.
0: Versus like
1: panic brain spazzing out fear like um I always use the analogy of a moth versus a butterfly because like a moth in light is just like such a psychopath like I wonder what their blood pressure is I really wish we could (laughs) find that out um but like moth brain versus like butterfly brain yeah like you know we're just gonna chill like in flow
0: flow. just there present absolutely I 100% agree with that
1: So with that, that was super helpful. Thank you so much. Because there might be people out there being like, why have all these problems I need to work through first? And that's not necessarily the case. Um, So for you, tell me, like, have you always been this way? I know your dad has been very influential in your coaching practice now. Perhaps he taught you these principles when you were younger. Maybe not. Um, I know you have a very, like, powerful story that's filled with courage and strength and growth Mm -hmm. is it through that experience that taught you I only think we learned through experience by the way Mm -hmm. but was it that those particular experiences in your life or was it something you were raised with so it became it was almost like a natural instinct to go within for the answer
0: yeah that's a really good question so I would say it's twofold and a combination so I was born into a family where you know, coaching, looking at ourselves was natural to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went to my first seminar at 13 years old, Uh, though I had been to all my dad's speaking engagements and things like that. And on stage when I was probably six years old, that's when I really realized that one of my biggest fears was being in front of people. I would get up on stage and completely freeze, even though I wasn't even the one that was supposed to talk. Um,
1: I mean, I feel like I yeah.
0: It's so interesting, especially now that I've stepped into being a speaker and it's like become like something I'm so aware of as like my divine birthright. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, like to come in with so much fear around it and to now feel like it's just something that's come so naturally to me. I'm like, wow. But of course there was a journey in between there. And so, um, so grateful to my dad for holding space and, you know, providing the tools for me. Um, and I went through a pretty long phase of resistance in my uh, later teen years and my early 20s, where I didn't want anything to do with it. You know, I pushed it away. I was running away from my traumas from my childhood. There was a lot of different things that had happened in my earlier years. Um, I was really angry. Mm-hmm. And so it took probably, I think it was around the age of 24, I was actually about to get married to my first husband. I've been married twice. Um, and I realized finally that gosh, you know, I had just had so much anger and and anxiety inside of my body. And I was projecting it out and I was pushing a lot of people away. And I remember this moment where I was just like, you know, something's got to change. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I committed myself and I started going to every single one of my dad's seminars at that point. So I was 24. So this is what uh, math is hard like. (laughs) 15, 14, 14 years, 14 years ago. Um, I'm like, how old am I again? (laughs) Um, so I'm on this path now. I'm going to these seminars. I started getting a coach. I, you know, constantly started investing in myself. Um, but then what took it up a notch was these life experiences, was these relationships that I would inevitably attract that would be reflecting something back to me, of Mm -hmm. this deeper nature. Mm -hmm. And though at the moment I can probably go, go through and talk about how painful that was and how hard that was. And and it was, but what it was ultimately doing is gifting me with the opportunity to see parts of myself that I otherwise would not have seen. Right. So there were some significant relationships in my uh, early years and then throughout probably around See, I moved to San Diego around 27. I had a pretty significant relationship there that reflected a lot of darker things back to me Mm -hmm. um, because I had gone through a divorce in my mid-20s. And then I started my own salon and I was a hair... I had been at... Well, I've been a hair... I was a hairstylist for 17 years. So at that time, I probably had been for 10 or 12 years and I decided to open my own salon that in itself was one of the most expansive experiences that I've ever had because talk about, you know, we talk about relationships and how they're a direct mirror. Well, I had like 15 employees that were a direct mirror back to me about what I could be looking at. And um, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so And then, of course, the pressures of, you know, succeeding and all these things. And so that was a really beautiful time of ups and downs, but so much expansion, learning so much about myself. Um, And then I went into a very um, influential, I'll call it, uh, relationship where I married someone and we were together for four months. I'm sorry, we're together for two years, but married for four months. Um, which I kind of look at now as like almost like the grand finale Mm. of all of these Mm. lessons Mm -hmm. and all of these moments that the universe were coming in and saying, Hey, like I'm here, pay attention to me. Like, Hey, I'm here, pay attention to me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I'll see like a part of you or I'll touch you a little bit with my toe or something. Um, But I wasn't fully uh, going into it. I was still running from fear. And so what I often say now to People, as you know, when we stop running from fear, it stops chasing us. Right. And that's what I finally learned through going through this. It was definitely the hardest thing that I've ever gone through in my entire life, um, but also the most expansive. It, it literally cracked open my heart mm-hmm. and helped me come back to me, helped me come back to remembering who I truly was at the core that I no longer needed to look outward for validation, for love, for safety, to feel good enough, um, that it was never going to be about how hot my husband was or how big my ring was or how big my house was or how much money I made or how pretty I was. It was not about that at all. Mm -hmm. And it was actually about me going inward and, Remembering that I had access to every single thing I had ever been looking for with inside myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, though I knew this intellectually for years and probably could have written a book about it 10 years ago, this was what I like to call an integration into my body, into my cells. And that's what literally transformed my entire life. Um, It led me on a path to a, a healing that I didn't even know was possible. Um, and then through that, I ended up creating a system on how to become more aware of our ego, get mm-hmm. honest about what we're feeling and afraid of, actually process it yep. so, and stop running from it so we can get into our heart and get into our power because uh, that, from that place, really anything is possible. And so now, not only did I experience this massive transformation inwardly, so I feel completely different. And not that I don't still have challenges or problems or fears that come up. I absolutely do the differences. I walk into them and I'm committed to that. You know it's not like
1: this um, unknown territory anymore. You're like, Oh hey, you again. What's up?
0: Yeah, exactly. And we just have a relationship. Yeah. We just just chat it out. Yeah, we just chit-chatted out, and um, which has created so much more opportunity for me to receive so much more magic and abundance in my life when it comes to relationships, friendships, clients, money. Um, but ultimately, the greatest gift has been the inner peace. Right. And I believe though we can all sit here and, and anyone listening to you, I'm sure could make a list of all these amazing things that we want. But I believe every human at the end of the day, what they truly desire and want is just to feel peace inwardly. And so not only did I get to experience that and recommit myself to this journey on on a level I didn't even know was possible, but um now I get to share it with the world, which I don't right. I don't even know what else is better than that. And so right. though I have experienced a lot of pain, I just feel so grateful for yes. the opportunity to now be able to lead other people through. So that was the long winded answer to your I like question. It yeah well, it was a combination so of much to say I'm like yeah, yeah so I didn't much. even take notes because
1: I would like not be paying attention to what
0: you're saying yeah so yeah so obviously here. so so grateful for my dad and all the teachers it's not just my dad like so many teachers that I've had in my life but really the experiences every single person who's come into my life whether it was so-called a hurtful experience or not I'm grateful for them for helping yes. me become who I am today and I think the difference is that I actually like who I am today Right.
1: And you like, I think resistance is common, because um, we're not really taught how to handle our fear our whole lives. Honestly, it's like negative emotion means negativity means yeah. like, don't focus on it, especially in the self development world. I think there's a lot of misconception around that it is just um, not, I mean, fear is your friend, the more you resist, it will persist. And I Absolutely. think you going through your journey, I had the analogy this morning when I was getting ready is like, thinking of like a weight loss coach. And it's like someone who maybe used to be really overweight and went on all these diets and the diets didn't work. And then they finally found the solution that allowed them to be healthy, live their lives. They feel good about themselves because from an intellectual level, you can know all the things. I knew so much. I read about a book a week. I still do. And I love it, but it wasn't. I wasn't able to absorb it at a soul level, like you mentioned, because it really does stem from knowing your power knowing you're worthy because if you don't believe you're worthy none of the things that you know are going to matter because they're Absolutely. not going to you they're not going to resonate and so you learning through that experience is like the greatest gift because now you're able to help support all these people no matter what their situation is maybe they've gone through a quarter of what you've gone through and they still feel the way that they feel and you have real life experience you know where they they are and you know how to get them to where you are now. So I think that's super valuable. And something else that you said um, from the last conversation is like um, circling back of this is all part of it. Like if you thought you were just going to show up and glide, you'd be so bored. Like everyone thinks that's what they want in their mind, but it's not the reality of the situation. And the challenges that you face, the perspective that you have on them, I think is so beautiful because there's two sides to every coin. and like. There's this saying that there's two prisoners, one looks out the window, one sees mud, one sees stars. And there's always perspectives of everything. And I just think it's really unique and beautiful that you've found like, the positive side, if you will, and are using it to your advantage. So have you ever heard of The Hero's Journey by Joseph Campbell?
0: You know, I don't
1: think I have. Oh, you would love it. Um, there's a movie called Finding Joe. And it's
0: essentially how
1: like we're all always on our hero's journey. Some people might have multiple throughout their life. Some might never really complete their hero's journey. But it's this concept where you're floating along, you go, you face a challenge, adversity. Then you learn from that experience. And then you come back around and you teach others. Mm-hmm. of Like a lot of movies, they reference Star Wars actually a lot in oh, the, the Finding Joe movie. But you've done exactly that. And I just think it's so beautiful um, that you're now using it to help support other people. Because I think this wisdom isn't necessarily, it's our innate, like we know it deep within. I feel like when you teach your clients, I'm sure it's almost reminding them of what they already know. You're not telling them this foreign concept that they can't grasp. It's just all the layers of limitations that we've been taught throughout our life of why we can't have X. And how you were talking about before is like these things that you wanted, your marriage, beauty, the ring, the house, whatever. And the idea is we believe we will be a different version of ourselves once we get those things. But mm-hmm. Those things have no tie to you. You just give them the power and it's not real. And so once you actually identify that you can have that feeling now, it's just like so extraordinary because you get those things and they feel great. But Like you don't value your worthiness upon them. So if they don't come, you're like, cool, whatever, let's keep going, you know? So anyway, I just think it's really cool that you've, you've been like, your path was chosen for you and you've taken it on in stride. And like, I think it's so beautiful for what you're doing now, because I think that too takes a lot of courage to say, Hey, honestly, like, here's where I've been, here's where
0: I am now. And like,
1: I know where you are from like such a relatable position.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so much (laughs) I could say to that. You know, one thing I will, I will say is in light of our journey here and this idea of, you know, once I get this, I'll be happy, you know, take it from someone who's been married twice. I've had, you know, a lot of success, a, a lot of, a lot of accolades, all those types of things. And it never did the job. And, And it wasn't until I started, you know, again, integrating the deeper work that I started to feel the things I was looking for outwardly, inwardly. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean to say that it's not still natural, beautiful, um, an amazing thing to have desires, to have goals, to have these, to have, like for me, my deepest uh, desire and value is partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, that was something that I had judged myself for, for a really long time. Cause I I shouldn't just be happy on my own or I should just be, you know, whatever the story was. And I was like, finally, one day I was like, no, like this is my value and that's okay. Mm -hmm. What I realized though, is it's, it's not about not wanting the things it's the come from, and this is what will change everything for you. Anyone listening is it's your come from is it coming from fear is it coming from lack do you need that man or that partner to feel good enough to feel safe or do Accepted. you already know inside that you are and you're it's just gets to be extra yeah. and also touching on what you said about remembering so this is a big part of my teachings and I tell my uh clients this always like what i'm sharing is is not something that um you're right, that you don't already know. What I'm doing is helping you simply remember because Mm -hmm. this is all being channeled through a divine source and it's speaking to your soul, just like it's speaking to the souls right now that are listening. And those of you who are hearing it, know that what you're hearing is a remembrance. It's yeah. a remembrance of what you already know inside of yourself to be true. Yes, Because when something really hits you and it mm. resonates, that's what that is. A, res- yeah. a resignation is a knowing. It's a knowing that it's true. You don't got to go call five girlfriends and ask their opinion. You right. just know. Right. And that's what that is. That's a remembrance of where you come from, of who you are, of how powerful you are, of how safe you are, um, that you were here for a purpose, that you came here truly for the purpose of your soul's growth. You didn't come here to just look pretty and get married and have kids. And then that's it. And maybe that's part of your, that's part of what you want to do, but there's deeper things that are happening simultaneously here for the purpose of your soul's growth. Yes.
1: And I like that thought too, is it's like, if that's your curriculum, that's great. If that Mm -hmm. feels aligned to you. But I think too, there's like this um, rushing or pushing or forcing, I reference this a ton on the podcast because that's where I came from is like trying to get it all done.
0: Yeah. And the like, finish line. you're never going to get it all done. And that's, well, there the is no finish it. line. It's
1: an illusion. That's like the best part about it. And like yeah. really random, but it just reminded me of like, um, this whole belong concept. I love it. It, it, it really did do what you just said to me. Um, The other day I was actually watching a UPS commercial and it's beautiful. They have all the owners like speak live and like a, um, organic, like on a phone. And then they just played it out. And he's talking about, he's like, I love being a part of this store and owning this store because when I walk down the street, people know who I am and I feel like I belong. And I was like, Oh my God, that is like, that is so, I feel like that's such a, um, beautiful desire and like, nothing outside of you can bring you that besides like you knowing that you belong.
0: Yeah. And that's an innate, innate desire that we have, whether we want to believe it or not. Anyone out there who's thinking, I don't need anybody. I don't need a man. I don't need, it's like, it's okay. You don't need, you want. Exactly. And it's okay to have that desire to belong, to be connected. And the reality is we already are connected. We're innately connected as souls, as a collective, whether we like it or not, it's what's happening. Um, and everything's a reflection. So whatever's going on with inside of you, like kind of looping everything that I just shared around, like when you really learn how to go inward and show up for yourself in this way and remember who you are, what happens is it's a natural um like effect of your outward world gets to reflect that back. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is a very, very powerful universal law that is just a thing. Again, whether we like it or not, it's what's happening. And how you can tell it's happening is by simply just looking at your results. Mm -hmm. So for anyone listening right now, just take a moment, maybe take a deep breath and just start to reflect on your results right now. What is going on in your life outwardly? And use that as a gauge to go inwardly and start to get more curious about what might be going on inwardly that is attracting or reflecting these results. Yes. Um, Because that's really where we step back into our power, we take, uh, get back into the victor mentality versus the victim. Mm -hmm. And remember that we are at choice. We have free will to make a different choice at any time. And anytime you feel like you're backed into a corner, anytime you feel like there's no option, there's no choice, that you're a victim, that is simply because you forgot who you are and Mm -hmm. you've given your power away. Yes. But the good news is, is that it's your power, which means that you can take it back whenever you want. And quickly, way faster yes. than you think. You're yeah, you can take it back in a moment. Like, oh shit, I was just giving my power away. Okay, taking that back, yeah. back in my power. What do I want? Right. Oh, this isn't working for me? Cool, I get to change it. Right. Oh, that's not honoring for me? Cool, I get to stop doing it.
1: Right.
0: It's that. It you, can be that simple.
1: A part of it too is like when those, because I experience that still, but it's like only when I'm not supporting myself. So we had talked about earlier is like um, you were taking some naps this week to self-serve mm-hmm. yourself because you needed to process things just because the energy is a little bit heavier than normal. Yes. And it's like, it's so hard to do because I feel like we've been taught to fix the outside circumstances so that things will fall into place and work out instead of being like, wow, everything's super chaotic. I'm really overwhelmed. I'm stressed, whatever. And saying, wow, I need to take care of me right now. Like that's a really courageous thing to do because a lot of us have been taught otherwise of like well okay I'll just clean my house really quick I'll get groceries I'll get food on the table I'll buy this thing I'll um, get this email out and then I'll feel complete and it's like no you're just going to keep adding to that list and it's never going to end yeah you like stop and you're like okay none of that even matters (laughs) that's all something I've given my power away to yes what matters is like how am I feeling how am I showing up because Say this all the time, but if you knew with a thousand percent certainty that you were worthy, that you are the victor of your life, that you made the choices, all decisions would be so easy. Yeah.
0: What would you do? You would, yeah, you would just trust.
1: Yeah. So getting back to kind of the theme is like all answers are within. Like,
0: why do
1: we get so lost?
0: Mm, Yeah, that's a good question. Well, it stems from our ego-based fears. Um, it's that part of us that's been driving the show. Remember, you're creating in every moment. So it's head or heart. And if you're not sure where you're creating from, it's your head. Because uh, when, <laughs> when, when you're in your heart, you know you're in your heart. It's yeah. a knowing. It's a strength. You just know. Um, and so it starts with coming uh, because the mind has taken over and it's creating f- uh, for you and it's convincing you that it needs to protect you from these feelings. Um, and so that's why we run. That's why we hustle. That's why we stay busy. That's why we have. 20 things, uh, every hour on our to-do list. That's why we never slow down. Uh, because if we were to slow down, what if we were to feel something? Right. And so it's a, it's a distraction created from the mind to keep you so-called safe. When in reality, you're already safe. It's all an illusion. Hmm. Um, and all it is, is again, turning around and looking at the emotions. So when you think about emotions and you think about fear or rejection or failure Uh, There's a lot of connotation with those being negative. And I'm not saying that they feel good. That's not what I'm suggesting. But what I'm suggesting is that what if they are just a feeling having nothing to do with anything else? And if you were willing to just look at them, Mm -hmm. that maybe that's how you would free yourself from them. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is our emotions don't care how hot our husband is, how big our ring is, how many likes we get on Instagram, how many followers we have. They don't care how much money we make. They care about us acknowledging them. And so if you're still looking outward to make those feelings so-called go away, they're just actually getting amplified. This is where overwhelm comes from. This is where chaos comes from. This is where stress, anxiety, which then leads to disease. That's where this all comes from because it's all energy in the body. And what I'm suggesting here is what if we just stopped slowed down and starting to get curious about what the ego was saying and Mm -hmm. was it really true and just get Mm -hmm. honest like wow in this moment I just feel rejected I just Mm -hmm. feel scared I just feel not good enough and honor that emotion without any meaning Mm -hmm. that is your freedom card even though the mind right now is probably like this woman's crazy what is she talking about I'm gonna sit there and talk to my feelings well I get that and (laughs) what other choice do we have especially when things get really loud, you know, that's part of what's going on in the world right now. Things are getting louder because the way we've been doing it, the way of running and pretending, everything's fine. We're good. We're fine. We're fine. Right. Mm. It's not working anymore. Right. And what if we were just honest? I love it. Today I don't feel fine. Today I feel sad. Okay, great. Amazing. You know what? It's just a feeling. It's not who you are. Right. And then that's when you can get back in your heart and that's when you can actually start being really productive, which is the more you love yourself, the more you show up for yourself, the more you start asking questions like, what is true here? What is the most honoring thing for me to do? Putting yourself first. That is actually the most productive thing you can be doing. All this other stuff on your list that your mind's telling you is productive. It's not. It's not, it just, just, just looping you around,
1: and, not only yeah. feeling your emotions, but potentially that client that's trying to reach you, like hundred percent. you're just not, you're completely oblivious to it. I will say too, it's like, cause I've been that person before, um, that you're describing the distractor. And when I finally slowed down, there was an upheaval shit. Yeah.
0: I get it girl.
1: <laughs> First you're like, Oh my God, I don't know I want to go in here, but like, uh-huh. you're telling, you can't not do it. And I think then it becomes more and more familiar. And we were talking earlier is like you just become so sensitive, almost to feeling that it's like you cannot ignore it. it it's not an option. Exactly. Like, I am completely incapable of being like, okay, not today. I have to be like, oh God, Jesus, and I have to like sit down and yep. to like touch my heart and do all that stuff. So in my mind, my my old mind, I would like. Would think the tactical way of doing this. It's like okay, so every thirty seconds, do I say, "Am I thinking in my head or am I thinking in my heart?" Like, how do we get there from there? Like, I know this is the process that you teach, and it ultimately becomes a muscle that's super strong, and it just becomes your natural ability. But how do you like start that process with someone?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. So, really quick before I answer that, I just wanted to touch on you know, um, when we run from our so-called negative feelings, we're also running from our positive feelings. Um, and so the more we start to face the so-called uncomfortable feelings, the more we open our heart to get to experience like love, mm. abundance, magic, you know, joy, um, freedom at a level in which you, you might not even know is possible. So I just wanted to, to touch on that as well as like Beautiful. there is yeah. That's, yeah. that is the reward for this work. Yeah. Um it's a really beautiful thing. And so to answer your question on how do we get started? So first it's it's simple, you know, it's starting to be consistent with checking in with yourself. And so this is why I actually just recently I'm created a course called the self-love course and essentially what it does is it helps you be really intentional starting your day. It's a very powerful um self-care daily ritual that I have created to help you really start to slow down, get honest with yourself about what's going on, face it, uh, get into your heart, connect to your truth, get back into your power so that you can start to actually create the life of your dreams. But not only do that, but feel in your body throughout your day. So essentially there's such a powerful result that comes with being consistent at the very start of your day. Mm -hmm. It's going to help you connect to your heart, to your truth, get you clear on what you want. Um, this is something that I used to resist for years because I was scared of slowing down. I get it. But I have to say like, this is a non-negotiable for me now. And I also will say with 1 billion percent certainty that there's no way I would be who I am today, where I am today. have accomplished what I have in my business or in my personal life without this type of practice, mm-hmm. uh, bringing me I back agree. to my heart. Yeah. And so this is such a beautiful thing. I mean, everything I've created in my business, uh, comes from this practice, comes from the meditation, comes from the inward work. I don't go online and Google, how do you do a course? How do you do a workshop? It, it comes from within. It channels through. Um, it doesn't mean I don't learn cert- certain things. but so. And the other piece that this does is, as we were talking about, there's going to be inevitable challenges throughout your day.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you're going to be at choice to respond or react to them. Yeah. When you choose to respond, that means you're choosing to create from a victim mentality. You're choosing to create from, from the ego. And it's very simple. Ego-based creation equals ego-based results. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to be given an opportunity to respond, which means from your power and your heart. And again, heart based creation is going to equal heart based results. So, what this uh, process and ritual does is it not only connects you to your heart for the reasons I just said, but it also sets you up for success throughout Mm -hmm. your day Mm -hmm. so that you can start to check in. Now, this is not about the ego going away. This is not about getting to a place where you never have a ego thought. It's still very much there. It's here. Okay. It's actually about learning how to integrate it and lead it from a heart-centered place. But what our goal is, like every day, my intention when I wake up is to choose my heart and my truth in as many moments as possible. And the reason I say that is because I know I have an ego. I know what's going to come in, Mm -hmm. but because I did my morning practice, because I'm more in my body, because I'm breathing throughout my day, I'm checking in throughout my day, it's so much quicker for me to be like, oh, ego, no thanks, what is true, and get back into my power. That's how I can sort of cut through the shit Right. that a lot of us drag ourselves through and just get to the solution, get to the abundance, get to the magic, get to the opportunities that sometimes I, even I still have to pinch myself and be like, what just happened? Like, right. wow. I didn't right. even, I couldn't even have dreamt that if I wanted. But part of what's going on there is I've spent so much more time in my heart, which means I'm more grounded and I'm more receptive. This right. is another part about manifestation that a lot of people miss the mark on is that, You can manifest a lot of things, but if your heart is not open Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel worthy, Mm -hmm. it will sabotage it. It will push it out. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there is a a piece of this around receiving and feeling worthy, which really also in this moment reminds me of what I wanted to say earlier about worthiness. The thing about worthiness is the only reason why we don't feel worthy is because the story our mind has attached to it. The reality is we have always been worthy innately. We just simply forgot. But the only way you're going to come back to that memory is you've got to start acknowledging whatever part of you feels unworthy. That is the freedom card. When Mm -hmm. you feel that feeling, that's how you become free of it. And on the heels of the freedom of it, you get back into your heart. It opens and expands and it's like, oh shit, I've been worthy this entire time. Right. Right. I've been amazing this entire time. I've been powerful this entire time. I've been safe this entire time. Like, why didn't anyone tell me? And it's not because someone tried to tell you, like, I can convince everybody of this all day, but what I'm talking about is you knowing, you being in your power and you knowing it. And that's when, well, that's when it starts to get fun.
1: Well, and all the themes, everything you're describing is so simple, but it's not easy necessarily to get there. And I love the idea too. It's like, you cannot control the circumstances around you. You cannot control people. You will fail every time. It'll be miserable. The only thing you can control is yourself. And what Randy's saying is like, making these small little decisions consistently is really what it is. It's not this big monumental, like, yes, there is a leap of faith and kind of diving into this um, and willing to change and desire to change and wanting more for your life. But then from there, it's really showing up and doing these little things consistently that turn and grow and become to her and myself non-negotiables. Yes. And they're the way in which we show up in our lives in all circumstances. So if something comes along that's like, like for example, the election right now, like, I don't let that ruin my day. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. How? What value am I to the world if I just walk around allowing that to impact me, take my power away, stress me out, I'm fully aware of what's going on, but I'm going to show up as my best self, do my best work so I can continue to grow and build on the collective. So I think that's such an important piece of it. And I will say too, is like joining one of Brandy's programs, whether it's one-on-one coaching or it's this new program that she has going on, it's like, I want to acknowledge that you will come up with resistance. The quicker you move once you have the decision, the better off you'll be. If you allow yourself to get in, if you're used to that practice of the head that she's talking about, to analyze it and see if it's the right decision, they will always come up with a valid excuse that you will believe in if you haven't done this work. Even now, I meditate every single morning. I've done it now consistently for almost 1,000 and I think it's 1,165 days. And still, every morning, my brain's like, "We don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. You should just go work out quick, and then you can get to your computer." And every time I do it, I'm like, Ugh. "It's just like a pill. It just feels so good. It builds that muscle. It strengthens that muscle, and that becomes quieter and quieter. It's still there. It's in the back seat. Like my higher self is now driving, and so it's still listening. It's still like navigating through those things, but like." know that you will have some form of resistance, know that that's your head speaking. And like Randy's saying, like, almost put your hand on your heart, take a deep breath, and say, what's the best decision for me? Like, what's going to support me best in all decisions that you make in your life, but particularly when you're moving forward, and willing to take on a challenge to support yourself better to change to shift to grow. So working with a coach, signing up for that program, buying that exercise package, whatever it is, your ego will always come in with excuses. And what Randy's program sets you up to do through these small decisions after you've made the decision you want to change is like it's a huge shift. And it really doesn't take that much considering the results that you will receive in the end. Like it's so, so, so worth it.
0: Yeah, I say often that this is the mo- not only the most productive, but the most worthy path that any human could ever walk. And I truly believe that there is nothing, not one thing more important than this work. Mm-hmm. And because it all starts inwardly, mm-hmm. everything that you've got going on inwardly is a reflection. So talking about showing up for yourself and asking yourself, what's the most loving and honoring thing for me? That is actually the most loving and honoring thing for anybody else involved. hundred percent. Oh, like, for the collective for the world for your loved ones for your clients yeah. i promise you that yeah. and you know touching on what you said about this what i'm saying sounding simple so from divine's perspective this is so simple the yeah. only reason why it becomes complicated is cuz the mind has taken over and tried to convince you because that's the last thing it wants you to do because it puts it out of a job yeah of looping you around and yeah. so but the good news is is that you get to choose for it to be simple and choose to just know that this is part of the journey in every moment, every second. This isn't about taking it all on one time. This is a, a choice in every moment to be like, I'm choosing me right now. Okay. Awesome. You just became present. You just took a step forward. I'm choosing me. And even if you go backwards and you're going to, yeah, you're human, you have an yeah. ego, you're going to. So it's like, yeah. So I just like, I tell my clients this all the time, like just, it's okay. Like Let's just accept now that we're going to have what I call a blackout. A blackout is when the ego just sort of takes control and you forget who you are and all that. It's inevitable. But what we want to start celebrating is the moment that you even realize it happened because now you're back and now you're present. And now that's when you can start to step into your power and like create from that place. Right. And it's just accepting that this is a lifestyle. This is not yes. just one course that, that you take or one coach. Judging yourself
1: day. for that too. Like yes, go through the blackout. The biggest piece is the awareness, like Randy said, but then yes. also the forgiveness factor of like, oh, whoa, yeah, We're just get curious. There.
0: Like, oh, there it was again. Okay, no, interesting. In but you know what? I'm back. back. Yeah. yeah, now I'm back. Let's do it, right? And just knowing that this is a lifestyle. This is yep. a journey. It's there's no end game. It's not one course that you take or one yes. coach you go to or one seminar. Absolutely not. This is a lifestyle. And what I have learned is the more you can accept that, Mm -hmm. like you get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you check in on where you're coming from, you feel an emotion, you have breakfast, you take a deep breath, you check in from where you're coming from, you stop at a stop sign, you know, this is a lifestyle. And the more you accept that, Mm -hmm. the happier you're going to be because that's actually what keeps you in the present moment. And the reality is happiness only only, only, only exists in this moment. It will never exist in the past and it will never exist in the future. We only have this moment.
1: Yeah.
0: Power of now, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't even know what just happened.
1: That was wonderful. We were both on it. I love when you snap. I always feel like that's when you're like, I am on this train. <laughs> I love it. It's so good to watch. I get to watch Randy, even though you guys are just listening. But um, so one of the questions I want to finish up here with, I ask on, well, I try to ask on every episode, sometimes I forget, um, is what do you know
0: for sure? Mm. I know for sure that when you choose to live a heart-centered life, literally anything is possible.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You bet. (laughs) Well said. I love that you like had that queued up. You're like, yeah, I know this for sure. (laughs) That's probably like your intention for your whole life.
0: Yeah. That's why I, I my, my mission is to get as many people into their heart as possible mm-hmm. because I know that when you're in your heart, mm-hmm. you're good. Yeah. So what I just said sounded simple, but there, it, there's a lot of depth to it because being in your heart means you know who you are. Mm. So we don't need to judge ourselves anymore. We don't need to beat ourselves up anymore. We don't need to overanalyze. You know who you are. And again, I'm not suggesting that you're going to snap and be in that place 24-7, but what our goal is, and that's why I said my goal and my mission is to get as many people into their heart in as many moments as possible. Yeah. And that's what all of my work stems from.
1: Yep. I love it. One thing I was just going to say, it's really weird, but I feel like you'll get with me on this. Is like, sometimes I think of the idea of like living the life I live now, which it really couldn't exist this way. So come with me on this journey is like, but no one's around.
0: Mm. I'm the only one here. Mm. Like,
1: who would I be? What would I do? What would I say? What would I wear? How would I act? And that is the place that I try and come from because it's so easy to be um, influenced by our outside yes. circumstances, which I think are positive sometimes. Um, and can be really great, but they can also be really negative and you can be living a life that isn't meant for you because you're trying to, you're not in your heart, so.
0: Trying to to um, other people or things like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, this is lovely. It's I appreciate okay. you so much. Thank and you. one quick thing I just want to address again is like kind of what's next for you. Is this program, um, anything else that you wanted to speak on that?
0: Yeah, so, the program that I created, it's actually a course. It's a self-paced course. So it's something that's really, really easy to say yes to. It's my entry level offer. Um, And my goal for this course, it's called the self-love course, um, how to create a uh, transformative uh, self-care daily ritual. Um, And essentially, like I I was saying earlier, it's going to lead you through how to create your ritual, your morning ritual, your daily ritual, even go into an evening ritual. So you can live more heart-centered. You can come back to your truth and actually start to create the life of your dreams. Mm -hmm. And so I am so excited um, to be launching this. Um, I believe it's going to be launching...
1: The day we launched
0: the podcast. The lucky you listeners. I know, which is, of course, so divinely orchestrated because we are going back and forth on the day we do this. Um, So I'm so excited to be launching this and to share it with as many souls that are ready to receive it. You know, this course is literally for anybody. There is not one person. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. (laughs) There's not one person that this course isn't for. Uh, it's very easy to digest. It's very easy to receive. All it takes is an opening of the heart, just to be willing to kind of take that little bit of the leap to see what could be possible on the other side of creating a consistent ritual in your life to see what could be possible. And, you know, I'll just kind of give you a hint. Magic is possible. Infinite possibilities are possible with this. So I'm so excited to be sharing it um, with the world. and to get more people in their heart. Uh, like I was saying before, you know, if more people were to be intentional uh, with their day and their morning to take a little bit of time to get into their heart before they went out and started to interact with people, if they started their day yeah, no one
1: would care about what anyone else does. Yeah, like how could
0: that how could that change the world? How yeah. could that change the world? And oh my God, and again. that is like it just gets me yeah. so fired up because I'm like, oh my gosh, like Sorry. just so much more love, so much more compassion, so much more patience and knowing that we're all in this together no matter what is happening in the world right now, we're all in this together and all we have to do is make that choice to choose love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm really, really excited to, to share I that with it. And
1: we'll put um, a link in the show notes not only to access more Brandy on Instagram and her website and sign up for her emails. She shares beautiful content there. I think um, if you want more information on that, we'll have it all on the show notes.
0: Yeah, and, absolutely. You can uh, always come out I me feel on Instagram. like if
1: you've listened to this and it resonated with you, it probably did. Um, you should sign up for it. I hope <laughs> yes. so. Would yeah, you say they, you were going to say your Instagram
0: handle? Oh, I was just going to say you can always come hang out with me on Instagram. It's just my first and last name, Randy Holloway. I'd love to connect with anyone, and if you have any questions about the course, then feel free to, to send them my way. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you, you for being so here. Much. What a beautiful experience, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to share something that I'm so passionate about.
1: Did you enjoy this episode. If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.